Hey Liam, how are you doing today, man? A um, little under the weather, Ben, but uh, we should be able to hold out for, for this podcast, so should be all right. Yeah, yeah I'm I in a bit of a... I uh, sick yesterday, yeah, not in a good way. Yeah, like a fluey thing? Yeah, yeah, pretty sudden flu. Um, it's, yeah, been making the rounds around my family and I was the last one. Uh, to get it and uh, yeah a lot of puking a lot of vomiting and uh, a bit of diarrhea but um, yeah a last minute rush to the the local clinic and they hit me up in each shoulder with a couple of shots of some wonder miracle drug and I was uh, feeling much better about half an hour later and today I'm going slow but still in a much much better place than it was yesterday so you know i really i yeah. don't think that they do that here i don't think they give you an injection of vitamins that's or right. whatever it is mm. that's, it's different I, in taiwan i don't think that's a very western thing no it's not this is uh this is very much i mean they do it in china as well but in taiwan at least it's it's next to free you know because of the the amazing um health healthcare coverage you get here, uh, which, which covers everyone, uh, including foreigners and, and, uh, regardless of whether you're employed or unemployed. And, and, um, it's, it's hailed as one of the best health care systems in the world. Uh, it's, you know, just, just for point of comparison, one's one really good, uh, statistic is like the, the average, uh, dental appointment. Like every time I go to the dentist here, uh, to have a dental checkup, it costs me about five US bucks. So, so that's holy shit. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a pretty sweet deal. So you can go to the dentist like that every is month. unimaginable. Mm, yeah, so pretty crazy. Um, the the amount of subsidies the government dishes out on on just like your everyday sort of healthcare stuff. So yeah, um, they will just give you the option most. GPs or most doctors will just ask you, so you want the drugs or you want the shots? And last night I was in so much pain. I was just like, hit me up with the shots right away. And I went, <laughs> just shoot it into me. Shoot me up. I'm up for it. And I, um, and yeah, and I came home feeling so much better. Yeah, you're right. Uh, that that uh, kind of that kind of procedure is, is not so common. Uh, actually, man, we, uh, I didn't I didn't give you any any warning about um <laughs> about what I'm about to say. But oh, I'm okay. do it anyway. Um, okay. this week I uh, thought I was gonna die. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that what? Okay, so <laughs> so um yeah. I so I think it was on Your life Thursday. is not in threat is not in danger anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I'm I'm perfectly safe. Yeah. Okay. That's, I'm um, glad to hear that. What happened? Someone's not going to uh, barge into the room and, and kill you while we're recording this. No, it's it's not that kind of a yeah no. Um, <laughs> not that man, kind of like, a life-threatening I, situation. I, I felt this uh, I felt this lump on one of my balls, and it oh, was like okay. it was huge, and uh, right. I had like you know I've had a bit of a a bit of a scare on that on that thing before, and um, turned out to be to be fine like no problem, but. Um, mm-hmm. It was the same one, and it and there was this lump on it. It's like three, four times. It was it was really big, and so oh. I found this out like late at night, just as I'm going to bed, and I was like, "Oh shit!" You know, 
I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to call the doctor. I'm going to have to get x-rays. What's my health insurance like? All these uh-huh. things going through my head. Like, am I going to need a glass ball, you know, once all this has gone through? Like, you know, it's like all this business, you know, stuff that we're trying to do just paled in the back of my mind. is like, oh, yeah. I'm going to go through life. One ball, what does that even mean? You know? Yeah, it means I'm going to call you clinky for the rest of your life. Oh, oh. no. Yeah, that, that, would be, is... that would have been priceless. Oh, shit. I can't have Dodged that. a bullet there. Yeah. Clinky. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, life flashes before my eyes. I'm exaggerating a bit. Anyway, so I wake up in the morning and um, I take a bit of a closer look. And actually what's happened is that a grass tick, a tiny little grass tick, has just crawled its way up my leg and just attached itself to one of my balls. <laughs> and it's just you like you couldn't figure this out the so night before. Small. Like it was so small, really. I couldn't actually see it. But in the morning light, I could. And uh, oh it's just no made way, this lump. You know, because that's what because they're like, they're poisonous. Oh, because of the um, bite. The bite has yeah, made this of the lump. Bite. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. it's like the tick yeah. is the lump. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, no, okay. no, no, no. It's like no. They, they cause like a mountain and they just sit on the top there. <gasps> I got yeah. it. I got so, it. Like, right. Oh, you little bastard. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, man. Let's, uh, let's get into it anyway. Eh? Mm-hmm. I'm sure the listeners don't want to hear any t- 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 any more details about yeah, any more too much information of our anatomy. Yeah, it's probably a little too much. Yeah, okay. So, uh, thanks for your patience, dear listeners. We'll be uh, <laughs> make sure <laughs> keep our yeah medical history out of this as much as possible. But okay, that's wonderful. Okay, anyway, <laughs> all safe it, and sound. Uh, how's it been for you this week, man? I've got a few things. Um, You've got a but few maybe you want things. to go first. Yeah, I mean. Um, well, there's a couple of couple of big, big things that are rocking uh, my world as well this week. Um, let's see. I mean, okay. So the 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 first thing is I'm not going to release the course tomorrow on April first as I planned to. Um, so that's kind. Of, that was kind of my goal, obviously. It seemed ambitious. It seems a bit ambitious. Um, things, one things kind of um, came to a head a few days ago. There's a few reasons why I wasn't able to get it, you know, out there tomorrow. Um, the first reason being is that it was way, okay, the, because the course was much, was different, was really, really different from the first course I made. It, it includes over 200 photos and it was just the process of building the course was just uh, completely different and it much, much, much more time consuming than the first course. And in order to, because um, I was home alone until Thursday, I had a great, uh, great time frame to record. So I tried to record everything before um, my wife came back from Tokyo. My family came back from Tokyo. But um, in doing that, I had to rec- sort of record things before the photos were ready. So I ended up sort of, instead of doing, instead of taking it one step at a time and just going through the production process um, 
steadily. I ended up jumping around and now I've, I've sort of, um, it's, it's just become a big, big, big mess. And so it's really hard to, um, get back on track. Uh, so the pros, the, the production process was totally a mess. It became, became really difficult to keep track of exactly where I was up to. And, but that was on that, that was probably a small delay that I, that was, that was, that's not really the main reason why I'm delaying. Uh, actually I could have chucked a couple of all nighters and over the, over these last couple of days and pieced it all together, uh, in time for the Monday launch. But then I got really sick yesterday. So that was one big reason that, that sort of, um, grand grinded things to a halt. Uh, but the real reason the real, real reason why I'm delaying is uh, something else completely different came out of out of the ether uh, yesterday, and that is my bushiban, or that's the the Chinese word for cram school. The cram school I've been working for in Taiwan here for six years. Suddenly, uh, yeah, shit's about to hit the fan with them. Um, it's starting to get oh, wow. pretty nasty. So yeah, so that has caused me to sort of sort of hit the brakes and think about how to nasty like in terms of internal politics oh, or yeah, like yeah. cost cutting mm. or all the above well okay so it's a bit of a long-winded story and i, I don't want to get too into it all yeah but, that's um, fair enough but okay the, the the upshot of it all is yesterday as i was puking at home, and uh, I had told the bushy the bushy band that I wouldn't be coming in to teach my regular Saturday afternoon class. Um, my student called me and said that he. And this is a very long uh, a student who uh, I've been teaching for many years. He's been coming to my class for probably four four and a half years, something like that. And he came. He called me up and and said he thought. Uh, I should know what what the school had just told him, and because uh, he went to see why the school hadn't have notified them that the class was to be cancelled because I was sick, and uh, the the um, the staff sort of were looking. They sort of said, "Oh, okay, great. You just tell us that you're not happy." and I'll call him up and uh, cancel his class for next week. Is that what you want? And my student Harris was livid with this uh, staff members, uh, what she'd said. And she was, he started, they got into a fight about how, you know, um, how unprofessional the school had been and how could they have such a, uh, such a disrespectful attitude to uh, not just the students, but the teacher and et cetera. And on and on it went. And uh, anyway, he he's uh, he yeah. Um, essentially, he sort of he called me and said he he thinks I I should know that uh, the that the cram school is is uh, looking to put pressure on me to uh, you know to because because of what i'm doing with my online business and they essentially see me as competition now so oh said, really oh totally yes yeah 
Um, so now I have a bit more understanding of how this industry works. Uh, you know, he, he told me about, and this is what I suspected because they just happened to cancel one of my classes about two weeks ago, the very two days after I had launched my online course and it just came out of the blue and there was no warning, no notification. They didn't even contact me. They just got a staffer behind the desk, uh, the receptionist to just sort of mention it to me as I was signing out for that afternoon. She said, oh yeah, next week, it's just one class. I'm just like, what? <laughs> so they've been very non-communicative and uh, yeah, that this, this, um, this pissed off a lot of students. A lot of students were very angry that the other class was canceled. They didn't care. And they left negative comments on their Facebook page you know, saying, why can't we have keep this class with this teacher? We like this teacher. And they deleted those comments. So um, Harris, my student, sort of told me that you could tell, you could tell from the, from the staffers, you know, you could tell from, he could tell from con talking with the staffer and arguing over this with her, that this has been a long time coming and that they've been sort of eyeing my sort of what I've been doing online for some time. And it's sort of coming to a head now that I'm actually putting out whole courses for sale, you know, online. So I've started to actually monetize and turn this into a business. And, and they're, they're afraid of, you know, um, competition and, and, and me, I guess, they might say stealing students from them or something. Poaching or students. Poaching students, which hasn't happened. Um, the, the number of students that were originally at my cram school that have signed up for my online courses are uh, zero <laughs> and that's because students who want face-to-face -face, uh, in classroom classes and students who want online classes are different people they're not the same market but I guess the bushy band doesn't realize that um, so it's you know I'm They've sure never tried in the time online, they wouldn't after know. several weeks they wouldn't know there's a lot there's a lot of good stuff like to there's a lot we can go over, a lot of um, insights we can, we can sort of get uh, about how they, uh, how out of step and how they don't understand online, how the online education industry works, as well as how social media works. And we could go into all of that. And I'm sure it'll make for a really interesting discussion in several weeks time when I'm past this hurdle. And when I have a bit of hindsight and a bit of perspective to sort of see things more clearly but right now i'm in the middle of this shit storm and it's it's not very pleasant uh because man so they, you have what administrators at mm, the bushy barn that are watching your mm, morning broadcast and just you know yep. wringing their hands just like that pretty much bastard yeah yeah and and my my student told me that he he's known other teachers uh, a grammar teacher or something from before uh who went to who was, you know, very popular at the Bushy Barn and then went on to try and do, start his own thing. And he, uh, you know, met a similar end, you know, they sort of got rid of him. And, uh, and he just, um, he said that, that, that all these Bushy Bands, and my student, he's, he's a pretty savvy guy. Like he's, uh, he's a salesman and he's, he's a very successful salesman. And he's, um, he's, he works in like, he does B2B sales for like software for, he sells software to mostly banks but also other institutions and, and mm -hmm. yeah so in Taiwan so he's 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 very business you know savvy so he, he knows what he's talking about with this stuff he's, he's he's not yeah 
So he said, you know, they, they, the thing they hate the most is when teachers go and start and do their own thing. They'll try it. They'll do anything to stop you from doing that. And, um, yeah. So wow. He, but also aren't direct enough to say what it is. They, well, they just wouldn't, they wouldn't, so they wouldn't send you an email off. saying, well, we can't, we can't tolerate you doing, you know, because that, that would be, I don't know, but that would be, I'm not sure if that's a legal threat or something, but at least it's heading in that direction. You, you, sh you know, that's anti-competitive. You can't, I mean, I'm actually not working for them. You know, I'm not an employee, so uh, they can't right. fire me. They can't fire me, even though they, they would, you know, they would like to exercise some sort of restraint on me via a contract or something. So you're in violation of the contract, but I'm not because that's there is no so contract. interesting. And so, last week you thought that this stuff was coming from more like that. You're one of the more higher paid teachers at the Bushy Barn and yeah. they weren't making enough money. So maybe they wanted to start to edge you out, but mm. actually it's your competition from the online business. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it's, it's, it's like, it's something you, you know, because they won't spell it out and they'll find any sort of, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not something you've got to read between the lines to figure this out, but it's, it's become apparent to me after my student called me that that's obviously what's going on because he, he, he was able to have that conversation with the staff member that, you know, I just wouldn't be able to, to have myself obviously. So I need, I need people who can sort of be my, you know, give me, give me information on what, what's actually happening there. So I, I really appreciated him doing that. But, um, but so yes. So, I mean, yeah, he pretty much said to me, look, I think what you're doing online is really great. And in the long term, like that's what you should do. And it's, it's totally, you know, it's, um, he, he just hopes that however I resolve this with the bushy ban, uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't damage me long term. And, but he just said that you need to be aware that, um, that depending, you know, if you, if you get into a bit of a, a, a dispute with them or a fight with them, and then, um, you make it, if, if things get ugly and you make them look bad, then you might be blacklisted, uh, on, among bushy bands all through Taiwan. Because uh, the bushy bands, it's a bit of a cabal. <laughs> they they get together uh, the heads of these big bushy bands, and I work for like probably the second biggest bushy band in in Taiwan. They get together, uh, you know, they get to their heads together pretty fairly regularly, and he knows that they have um, sort of a unofficial blacklist of of teachers or of of prof of yeah teachers that they don't hire and they sort of they all agree not to hire together because they've caused trouble holy shit yeah it's the bushy bun mafia yeah pretty much so you know and there's there's nothing you can do to prove this you know but it's it's obviously anti-competitive behavior and whatnot and blah 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 but this kind of stuff happens in probably most industries um it's just all unseen you know um and i'm not saying just in taiwan i'm saying just generally but but absolutely probably yeah, everywhere this is, this is how it happens but um but yeah, I mean, that's the reality that, because I asked him, I said, look, because I work for another branch um, of that Bushy Burn with, uh, which is owned by another person. And I said, well, I don't seem to be copying any flack from them. They don't seem to be, 
getting pissed off over at that branch and they're not seeing they're not talking about cancelling a class or anything do you think if the other if the first branch i worked for sort of cut me off and and got rid of me that the other place wouldn't he just said that he, he thinks it wouldn't just be that branch it would probably you'd, you'd find it very difficult to get employed by the bushy bands as well if if you if you ended it in a you know in a not not so nice way if, if things got ugly essentially um so wow. he just said you've got to be really careful because if you want if you want to be able to get a job at another bushy band easily in taiwan you better you just better you know play it safe so <laughs> so yeah Man, it, it sounds like it's a wow it's like such a good thing that you're maybe you know that you're building this uh this brand online because then you're not subject to any of these any of these rules you know like mm. Oh, what if you broke some other, you know, unspoken rule of theirs and got blacklisted from essentially teaching English in Taiwan? Yeah, yeah. And it's such a small place here, like it really is. And it's not just, you know, physically or, or, or you know, in terms of population or whatever, but everyone is so interconnected. Um, you know, it's, it's a really tight, tight, tight knit um, economy in because and it's it's like you you won't find bushy bands or cram schools that are in taipei that aren't also in tainan which is the other end of the island you know it's they're all you know it's it's all essentially one sort of one big hub they're all interconnected because it's so small um so that really makes means you gotta yeah exactly uh be very careful. So, um, gotta walk the line. Yeah, walk the line. So, yeah, I'm sort of uh, <laughs> fighting the power now because uh, I'm just like, well, geez, uh, I was not going after your business, and you know, I, I didn't make any, I didn't do any um, conversation class like in an actual physical, you know, bushy band. Like, a, it's not like I'm actually starting my own cram school. It's, it's a, I, I didn't intend for this to be at all at loggerheads with what they're doing but doesn't matter you're a teacher gone rogue i'm a teacher gone rogue yeah the other teachers start realizing how much money money, you're gonna make they're gonna leave too and that's exactly and that's the thing like these it's like a slave revolt they make so much money it's it's just crazy how much money they make like if you if you knew like how yeah (laughs) like i've i think i've told you spartacus man this before like the exactly they uh yeah so it's i mean it's all about and we can go into to all sorts of things i mean it's all about c- controlling the relationship with the customer right with my with my online business it's me and the students period there's no one else you know i mean there is facebook the platform i i i connect with them on and that's that's not uh that's you can't ignore that it's not the same as me having my own website you know uh, i'm i'm there are certain uh factors on Facebook, such as the algorithm and such, which influence, you know, things, but it's a much more level playing field than, uh, having an actual cram school, an actual business or a small scale business, which an is an actual oligopoly, ad- uh, which is, yeah, these administrators who actually, uh, control the relationship with the students. I mean, I don't have any information about my students at all. Like I don't, can't even get their names or anything of that at the cram school. So I'm, it's, it's completely, um, yeah, they, they are just 
they're the the gatekeepers that just sit in the middle and uh, take about you know all, almost all the all the profit. So um, so exactly like this is what I'm I'm doing with this business, fighting for my freedom and and and, and setting up my own system, and that's great. But I need to think about um, what how to do it you know strategically I mean the interesting thing about all this is I actually thought that once things started to get moving with my online business and my online platform that the bushy band would be happy and that they would once they discovered me and discovered my online thing that they would come to me and say hey listen why don't you why don't we like work together and why don't you promote the bushy band online and then we can like open more classes because we'll get more students from your Facebook page like I thought that's how they would approach this <laughs> but little was I yeah and uh, you know I thought they'd see this as an opportunity to grow the pie rather than fight over no no the powers no. that be always like the way that things are that's right so they're the established established model and I'm the the yeah up and coming sort of disruptor so um but here's the thing I mean this is what I actually thought about doing before because I get a lot of students I get a lot of of followers from my Facebook page messaging me and asking me, "Are there any conversation classes? Like, like, can we have like a real face to face, real world? I guess you would call it real world conversation class." And I just say, "No, no, I haven't got one of those. Sorry." Um, but you know, there's quite a number of people who follow my morning broadcasts who would like to have an actual face to face class. So. I was thinking about that before. I was thinking about why don't I, you know, tell them that I have a class on Saturdays at this at this cram school, and if they would like to come, just call this cram school's phone number, and who knows, maybe we'll have more students, more classes, and and whatnot. And you know, that that's I mean, that's more money for me as well as obviously for the bushy bun. But at, at that time, before they started treating me like crap, I was thinking, oh, that might be a good win-win situation for us. The only thing that that uh, the only reason I didn't really pursue that path to begin with is that that's not the in the long run that is not where my business that, that's that's not where I want to take my business because I want to run this business so I don't have to go to bushy bands so I don't have to teach in classrooms and so by by using <laughs> by using the the platform to promote my bushy band classes it's just it's just you know defeating the whole purpose of it. it it just means i end up even deeper in the bushy bands and teaching more classes in you know in the classrooms so it's i i didn't do that so i thought it might be a possibility if if selling online courses that scale like on an actual online website like teachable if that never worked out if i could never figure out how to do that then i might do promote my cram school classes at least in the interim, at least for a while, while I tried to figure out what, what more scalable business model could I create online. And I thought that that would be sort of a, a sort of a, a working plan or is it a, another option I could, I could, I could, I could use a, you know, whilst I was developing something else. But I, I never, I never put it out to the bushy button. I never said, Hey, do you want to do this? Uh, and so now this has happened. Um, I sense that if I put out my course, my next round of courses tomorrow, that they will probably cancel my last class by probably, 
probably by the end of the week. Um, so, especially they seemed pretty. They like with what from what my student Harris told me, they were looking for a reason essentially to cancel that other class. And they almost used the fact that I I, I had a sick leave on Saturdays as as reason to do that. So they're they're really looking for some some extra you know reason to do that so it's 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 like it's it's right on edge you know they're 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 ready to go i think the reason why they just cancelled the first class for the first course launch was it's a bit of a warning shot you know it's like okay you've done this once you know um so if i just did it again i think they'd probably cancel the other class so the what are you gonna do well that's the that's the thing what am i gonna do so i'm i'm, I'm sort of sitting on this at home whilst i'm sort of Spending a few hours in, more, few more hours in bed this weekend, uh, trying to think it over. Um, there are several questions that I just jotted down here that I think I need to consider to decide whether or not I should appease them. Uh, the first question is, what is the win-win situation here? Like, what, what setup could we arrange such that it's good for the Bushman, it's good for me? Um, so the answer to that question, I think, is, is kind of obvious. It's I do a, a brief um, shout out about the Bushy Band class, my Bushy Band class, not just the Bushy Band in general, but my Bushy Band class uh, on the morning broadcast every day. And that to those people who already seem to want it. To those people who already say, oh, yeah, I mean, just to my viewers on the, on the Facebook page, but some of them uh, are keen for that kind of class. So, so I can do that, and then that will. Help. But can you even have this discussion if if these if your managers there aren't willing to talk about the issue directly? Well, no, I can't. So, so no, 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 I can't. So that's what I'm about to do. I mean, I'm planning, or I once I make up my mind that I want to. I mean, that's a good question. What I'm thinking of doing is sending them an email and saying, "Listen, I know what this is about." So you know. Um, I'm not going to get sentimental. Business is business. Uh, I have a proposal. You know, I could, I could uh, pr help promote my class at the Bushy Band on my Facebook page, five mornings a week, which would increase your student numbers. And uh, I'd be happy to keep teaching as long as you know, as long as you do don't, you know, you know, something like that. And and if you're interested in me promoting the Bushy Band on my Facebook page, then we can sit down and have a talk about it. If you're not, then I guess I'll just I'll just quit but because if they reply to that email, you know, in the if they reply to that email in any way that confirms what you were saying and it is a legal issue, then wouldn't that mean an admission by them of what they're doing? So don't well, exactly. they need to keep up the facade for yeah, legal reasons? That they can't. So in which case then maybe you shouldn't bring it up either. So this is why I have to talk to someone who's a lot more experienced than me. And, um, I've got a, a sort of a mentor friend who's, um, well, he's a local here and, and he's, he's uh, you know, he's works for the city council in Taichung, so he's very up on, you know, legal proceedings and, and he'd, he'd, he'd know exactly what to do in, in this kind of thing. So I'm going to talk to him probably tonight and try and get his advice because um, he's a very... Um, very knowledgeable and very uh, considerate person, so he should be able to 
give me some ideas of what would be the best course of action. But you're exactly right. I mean, they, yeah. Uh, so should it, would it be better for this to be a verbal communication rather than a text communication? Because an email is something that, that leaves be, a trail. Exactly. So I have to think about all this stuff. Um, but, but the big question here is, okay, let's just say for, for, for argument's sake, the Bushy Band and I, the, the Cram School Management and I can figure out some arrangement where yes, I help them promote the class on Facebook and they're happy about that. Okay. Um, is that a win-win? You know, I think it's a win for the Bushy Band. They're pretty much getting free advertising. <laughs> um, is it a, a win for me? Well, well, a win for you is an improvement in the relationship, right? So that you can, you know, extend that, you know, extend... My uh, runway. You, yeah, your runway. You're working there a bit longer, which is income that you rely on right now. It's true. It's true. See, this is... I think I'm a little bit... But even that in the long term isn't going to work, right? Exactly. Because you are trying to put out more courses and monetize and ramp exactly. up that whole thing. Exactly. Which is indirect. Uh, it's, that is the direct threat that they fear, right? Exactly. So, so it's like this is, this is the crux of the issue, dude, is like I don't know how well my next course is going to sell. Like this is a real kind of crossroads moment or a real cliffhanger kind of moment because if I – pushed out these two courses that I have ready to go tomorrow and I got a hundred sales instead of 60 sales that I got last time. And I don't know, I think I have every right to be confident that it would make something like a hundred sales because I've done a lot more promoting and I've done a, I've done a lot more sort of pre-sale um, marketing and, and stuff on the, on the page. People seem responsive to it. I had a higher number of viewers during the morning broadcasts that week as I was like giving them sort of previews of the course. And so I've done all that. And I've also got a, another couple of killer sort of um, marketing tools from the same guys that brought me the countdown time and live reacting, such as a sales pop, which I can actually use OBS to, to visualize. I can actually, I can create the sales pops that happen in real time as an overlay over my live video. So you won't just see a countdown time. You'll see like a um, little stream of names on the side of, of the, of the frame saying Ben McCarthy just bought this course, you know, and then who and who just bought this course. Anyway, so I've got, I've got some other really cool, um, you know, plugins there for the sales night. You've got so some improvements to your I've process. I've got some improvements from last, time. from last time. But but on the other hand, it's uh, all about the willingness of the of the people to buy another course. Isn't exactly. It? And I don't know how many people are willing to buy another course uh, because most of them haven't done most of them haven't done most of the first course. And I yeah. don't I don't know um, I just okay According to, it seems like a lot of online businesses, what happens is the first time you sell something, you've got pent up demand. So you sell really well. Oh, yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think about this until you hit it, until you, until it happens. But, but uh, talking to my mate, Mark, who, um, runs probably the, uh, the best or the, the biggest, uh, Ethereum screencasting website. So Ethereum's a, a, an app, um, building, uh, language. 
Um, and cryptocurrency. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he he told me that that's exactly what happened to him. You know, that he had pent up demand the first month. He got like a lot of sales, and then um, I think he got six six paid users, which is a lot because his his material is you know his it's it's a, a higher what they call like a higher ticket uh, item, right? So so he got six users, which was big, and then the next month he got one, and the next month he got. I think two and the next month he got two again and it took him like a year to get back to six. So he just warned me. He said, look, um, that's great that you did, that you did really well that first time, but don't, don't give up your day job. <laughs> that was his print. That was his first thing that he said yeah. to me after I told him that I just made 500 bucks in, in, on my first course launch. He said, yeah, great. Um, but just don't give up your day job because he, he predicts that it will be, uh, probably another year before I get back to 500, uh, you know, a, a, a course. So I really don't know how it's going to go. Um, so if, if it's going to take me the rest of this year to get back to rental profitable, then I really do need the bushy ban. Uh, you know, um, but if I, if my next course launch is as successful as my last one or even more successful, then I almost, yeah, I, I probably don't need them actually. Um, so it's, it's, it's a bit of a, <laughs> it's anyone's guess as to how well the course sales could go. But the thing is, is if I promote their class or my class at their school on the Facebook page, and that creates that gets more students for them and therefore they need to open more classes, obviously with me as the teacher, cause that's what that that's the teacher those students want. Then I'm going to need to spend more hours at the Bushman teaching, which is exactly what I don't want to do. That's, that's, that's the opposite of the direction I want to be heading in. I don't want to spend more time at the Bushman, but that, that if you really need the data of what's going to happen at this next course yeah. release. But I'm not, if I release it, there's a good chance they will c cancel my last class there. So, Do you think that you can contact them and, and offer to you know, promote this class and release it that they'll still hold on to, still hold on to? Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking why don't I, well, I mean, this is the main reason why I'm delaying a week is to buy myself some time to negotiate with them. So I'm thinking release the course next Monday. And then this week is all about, you know, figuring out how to, how to work things out with them. So I could, yeah, exactly. I could, um, I, and I don't know how to do it because as you said, it, it's a bit tricky and maybe I should use some inference rather than just spelling it out, you know, very clearly, but I need to offer them this idea, you know, are you open to me promoting your, your bushy band on my morning broadcast, you know, for free, essentially, uh, as long as you don't take issue with me doing my online classes and therefore, you know, I mean, it, 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 it stands to logic that if there were more students coming in from my Facebook page, that they would open more classes for me and rather than give you less. The sack. And obviously wouldn't give me the sack. And I mean, in time, if they really, if, if, if I, if I, if they open like another three or four or five classes and, the, and, and there were a lot of students from my Facebook page that really wanted to come and take that class, 
I could actually probably demand a higher pay again. Uh, although I, that's not my aim because I don't want to, I don't want to work you know, physically yeah. in classrooms, but, but I'm saying that that is a possibility, but, but, um, yeah, I mean, is this something I want to do? And, and so th this, th that's the first question. Like, is, is there a win-win situation here? Well, there's a win-win, um, in the short term, I think, I think in the short term, it will probably help me to have, you know, maybe a couple more classes at the Bushy Ban. Um, and then that can, that can extend my runway and I can continue to, you know, that can be my income whilst I'm really getting the online courses working and, 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 and selling. Um, but in the long run, it's definitely not a win-win. It's a win for them. It's not a win for me because I don't want to teach offline. I want to teach online and doing that, that would be offline. But maybe so, by that some, maybe, maybe by that time, you know, uh, You'll, you'll have had, you know, maybe you've grown your audience a bit more and you'll have refined your mm. courses more and the marketing process. And so you can more easily make the jump. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. So that's the first question. The, the second question is, how much do I need them? And I think that was just what I was just talking about then. I don't know how much I need them. If, if my next course only sells, you know, uh, hundred dollars US dollars worth instead of 500 US dollars then I do need them um, I mean I I suppose I could go and look for another job and and, and, and whatnot and you know another similar job but and, that would just be and Mike also reckons time. that you need them who Mike Mark yeah Mark Mark yeah Sorry. he thinks that yeah so so in that case I do need them um, but if the sales go really well and I make you know, more than what I made last time, then I don't really need them so much. So that's a really tough question to answer. But the next, the next one is, is this, the next question I thought of, is this the direction I want to take my business in? And that's, that's no, you know, I don't want to take it offline. But the last question is more tricky. Will, will this collaboration undermine my business in any way? Um, you know, like, will, because up until now, I haven't brought on any other my whole platform is nothing but my content. Like there's no other brands, there's no other anything on there. It's just me. I'm just wondering by promoting them and my class at that school, will that, you know, will, will people get the wrong message about my platform? Cause it's supposed to be all about online education and using live broadcasting, live streaming and, and apps and, and online courses, will they think, oh, this is a, you know, I, I, maybe, maybe it's too soon for me to worry about, you know, damage to my brand or something, but I don't see me promoting like an offline class at a cram school as that's really not my brand. I just, I just, I'm a little concerned it, that this may uh, confuse my viewers or perhaps, perhaps here's the thing. I think there are more people who prefer offline face-to-face -face classes if they can get them rather than online classes. I still think I, it's, it's hard to know exactly how many people would prefer which, but, um, or like Literally, like none of my Bushy Band students have signed up for my, have signed up for my online classes, even though they know they're there. 
but I reckon there would that be... That seems strange. I know, right? Do they at least follow you on Facebook? They do, but they don't, they don't sign up and they don't, they don't uh, do my online classes. And the reason is because they go into the bushy bat. So they think, I've asked them, like, do you want it or something? Like, sometimes I'll say that and they'll be like, oh, maybe when my bushy ban classes run out. Because you know how this business operation works. It's like you buy like a year's class at classes of worth of classes at a time. It's like a gym membership. It's like you sign up for like uh, ages and then they, they, you get like a hundred classes or something stretched over a year or something. And then you use them up. It's like a, you sign in and each time, you, you know, it's one class taken off. So, uh, you know, I, I just, but I could, I can well imagine there would be a lot of people who, who may sign up for my online classes because it's the only thing I've got I'm offering them but if I offered them an offline class they would take that over the online class that's what I'm concerned about um, as well but so do you think there's any merit to that do you think do you think collaborating with them could undermine my business in any way like yeah I don't know it's yeah I don't know if it's like if it's like, um, you know, one subway opening up right next door to another subway, you know, but this one has, I don't know, like better meatballs or something, mm. you know, so who's going to go into the first subway, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, it's, but then at the same time, it's like, you know, are you just thinking about this way more than what your students would be, you mm. know, like brand dilution stuff like, there's no way they're yeah. thinking about that. You're right. I think I think I'm over analyzing it. Right. I'm probably, yeah. I think you're right. I I think they're not thinking about that. I think that so long as like so long as that, you know, as long as you don't, you aren't promoting, you know, the, uh, the bushy barn over your own content, and you're not promoting it long term. I don't mm. think it'll do any damage. Hmm. Yeah, I just sense I just sense that there's some sort of lesson that I haven't learned yet about how this all works. That I'm blind. I, I sense I've got a, a big blind spot right now about about this generally, uh, but especially especially about promoting this offline course on my Facebook page. Like there's something about that. I just know something about it is going to bite me in like six months time. And I don't know what it is, but I honestly, I have a very, it does, it, it I know it's not as simple as it seems like, uh, Oh, it's easy. Just promote it. On maybe you just page. tread carefully and see what happens. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. So this is, this is, this is my dilemma for this week. Um, yeah. Mm. It's an interesting one. It is. So, like, if you were in my shoes, what would you do? Um, I'd, um... I think, well, I think you first have of to all, get you think that delaying the, the, the course launch is probably a good idea, right? Yeah, because you need a bit of time to think about it. Yeah, it's not um, something I can just decide on overnight. Yeah, um... Also, maybe there's no perfect way of, of navigating this, you know? Like, maybe, um... Maybe you're gonna, you know, run into some rocks, you know, at some point. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, you know, you just, 
I would uh I think that you've got a good idea about about just trying to find a, a win win, you know, for both parties, even though like you feel a bit, you know, ag- aggrieved by these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still trying to, you know, like put their be- best interests forward because, you know, you don't want to, you know, destroy the relationship and anger them and, and all of that. Mm. Um, but at the same time, you can't talk about it directly. Um, mm. So I think that just your your idea that you suggested, just, you know, putting out an olive branch and, uh, um, mm. I mean, so what's there, what is the pain point? of the bushy barn if you are the manager of the bushy barn what's the main thing that you're worried about is it the number of students through coming through the door right mm-hmm. like what what is it that you can offer them that's of the most value to them I well mean, that's what i think it is exactly student numbers. you think it is that yeah okay yeah can you um can you approximate how many can you do like a survey and ask how many students uh, sorry, ask how many of your um, followers on Facebook would be interested in that and then you can go to them with a specific number and say, mm. I might be able to bring this many people. You know, mm. what do you think? You know, just make it a idea. bit more concrete. Make it a bit more concrete. That's Appeal to the manager, you know, in the managerial minds. They want to mm. know these quantifiable, you know, yeah. Mm. Mm. That's, that's, a, that's a really good idea. I didn't think of that. Um, just a Facebook survey, you know. Just a fa- yeah, just a quick survey, yeah, or just post it as a question. Um, and uh, but then yeah, also you know, it's what does confound it is uh, your inability to talk about what's really going on if if your friend's right and it, it is mm. like a, um, a, a a litigious problem. So I'd definitely talk to that friend of yours. Yeah, that has some experience, and you know, just get some help before I try and do that. Before I send that, uh, send an send an email, or or better, talk to him. Yeah. How would the conversation go? Have you met this guy before? Do you have a relationship with this? You know, this manager of the bushy barn. Is he a stranger? Um, uh, it's it's a it's a lady. Um, she's she's um, look. Uh, she doesn't speak any English and. It's not, that's not that that's a problem. <laughs> I could speak fluent Chinese with her if she wanted to speak to me. But no, she's always kept her distance. That's, in my experience working here... The manager of the Bushy Barn doesn't speak any English. There's only one staff member at that Bushy Barn that speaks half-decent English. And when I say half-decent, it's like... That's incredible. Oh, yeah. No, they, they, don't, they don't actually speak English at the English school, the English teaching school. Yeah, um... But that's my how my that's my experience of most places here, most English school owners, uh, is that they keep they deliberately keep a, a good distance between themselves and the actual teaching staff. Not all of them, but some of them. It varies depending. I find the younger the students are, the more the closer and and friendlier the the teachers are. Oh, sorry, not the teachers. The, the managers are with the teaching staff. And as soon as once you start to get to the older students and definitely adult students, like, like, uh, they are at this cram school, it, it becomes very distant. Like, uh, so I've, I've never shared a meal with my manager, even though, you know, worked there for six years, you know, we've never, 
never spoken to each other more than a couple of friendly, polite smiles and handshakes once when I signed a contract or something. It's, it's virtually a non-existent relationship. But I've spoken a lot to several of the, I guess you'd say, the, the junior managers or the staff members there. A couple of them um, drive me up the wall and a couple of them are quite cordial and friendly and uh, I'd even say we'd get along, we'd get along with each other. So uh, I would probably think... Uh, using well, you'd need to speak to a decision maker. There's no point wasting your time with anyone else. Well, that's right, but... It's it's not. I, but I don't have a direct line to the decision maker. I don't. I, yeah. I know who the boss is, but I don't have her line. Like, there's no way I could send her a message right now. It will have to go through one of those people. It's yeah, not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not like that. So I think the best way to do it would be rather than probably rather than sending them an email, which would be rather direct, and it would sort of tell them all. You know, well, this. I'm happy for anyone in the bushy band to read this communication. It would probably be better for me to message through Line, which is the Taiwanese. Well, it's what it's like WhatsApp um, in Taiwan. I could just use Line as a and just message Hank, who is uh, probably the friendliest of the staff members, and maybe tell him my my idea or my proposal, and see if he passes that on or not, and you know what what happens then. Um, There's also the possibility that they could read, you know, your proposal in, I mean, oh, I'm, I hate to, you know, I hate to freak you out, but what if they read it in just entirely the wrong way, uh-huh. you know? I mean, what, like what mean? this, I don't, you know, they just, I don't know, they see it as an insult or something, you know, like, uh-huh. I mean, this is only just, it's like their perspective is only just like, you know, dawned on you because this student pointed it out mm. and uh and well, yeah it's it's like i it's suspected it before but it's only been confirmed now that the student sort of uh spilt sort of spilt the beans or like let me in on what's sort of going on but yeah i suspected it for at least a few weeks but but um but i sort of ignored it which may have been a mistake but uh, I mean, you're right. They're probably they're probably. Is there really some pissed. subtext there? Could could insult them by you know offering to do this? Well, it's like oh, you know, he thinks is this and that. Like he can send us all this traffic. Like we can't get it ourselves. I don't know. I don't know. Probably there's there's probably a lot of that. I mean, I mean, I was I I, re- I talked to someone else about this, and you know, someone else in the industry. Um, um, another teacher and he said oh look it sounds like they're being very emotional about it like they're, they're not being very they're not being very smart you know they're not being very business wise about how they're do it, going about this or else if they had they would have approached you and said discussed you know this possibility themselves like you know it, I'm, I'm sure the possibility of you promoting the you know something on Facebook must have dawned to one of them if they'd had their thinking caps on but it seems like the they're being reactive about it rather than proactive. Yeah, so that's what makes it more annoying that you just can't go straight to the relevant person, right? Because, yeah. I mean, people, you know, react to different things in different ways, yeah. you know, and if it goes through the v- grapevine, you know, like it's, 
it's I think it's least less likely that it's going to be interpreted in your favour. Probably. Although, what I'm thinking is if I choose the person who I've probably had the best run with at the Bushy Burn and make sure that the message is very polite and very nice, and yeah, that person will probably, I don't know if I, I could say they have my best interest at heart, but they'll probably would prefer to, to see things come to a, a happy ending rather than a rather not so yeah this is something I, I think my, my friend can my my mentor friend can probably help me with but um, yeah you're right it's 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 pretty tricky and I got to be really careful the tone I I use because I am sort of tempted to sort of <laughs> be very blunt with them considering that you know the way uh, they've well, the way they haven't communicated with me, actually, is probably the best way to put it, because they haven't communicated with me at all. And mm. But I think I should probably just, uh, you know, try and be a bit more mature and, and, and just, um, yeah, put things in a way that, that will mm, grease the wheels a little bit and, and be courteous and make sure that they feel respected and all that. Yeah. Because um, I've, yeah, I've obviously, yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're obviously feeling feeling a bit sore right now, feeling a little threatened at least, to yeah. some degree. Yeah. Well, yeah anything man. else um, going on for you this week apart from uh, apart from that no, old that old doozy? That that whole thing is is the main is my main yeah conundrum at the moment. Is what I'm dealing with. Yeah, but not not too much else. I think that's <laughs> it's definitely enough to consume my attention and yeah yeah how about you um well my week's been uh been dominated by just posting different stuff on um on on social media um Mm -hmm. and just trying to uh um trying to drive traffic back to the site Mm. and i've tried a few different um tried a few different things um some of which a few experiments and some were more successful than others. And I think I've actually, um, yeah. And I've come to a bit of a realization and that's, and it's like on, on all social media. So I'm, I'm mostly using Reddit, right? Yeah. Um, you, you can't just spread your message by posting links to your stuff and then just slapping an interesting title on the top. Right, mm-hmm. because it's not the sort of content that users are actually there to see. Right, mm. it's like it's like you're just giving it's like you're just giving them a turd with your bow on it, right? And just expecting mm. them to say, "Wow, this is this is great," and they spread it. Right. Mm. What you have to do is you have to, and you've and you did this on on Facebook, and it's part of how you how you built your um uh, your twelve twelve thousand followers. Thirteen, yeah. 13 cool um you have to actually make content that they like that the platform and the community likes right specialized for it so for reddit that's um it's it's like memes little stories and gifs and pictures um which are all tailored to each subreddit right Mm -hmm. so that's what i have to give them like mm-hmm. one of those and 
the not wonder a whole article from your website not a whole not a link to an article that's mm. you know it's a click through and um they have to wait for the page to load and they have to leave reddit like they have to have a really good reason to do that and not just to flick it up and just go on to the next you mm. know bunch of content that's more interesting yeah yep yeah so, so yep so what i thought so i think that just to sum that up i think that you have to give them what they want mm. not what is easy for you to give them yes yes um yeah so that was uh that was pretty major that was a pretty major realization for me um the other thing is that um the communities that you post to if you're posting regular content and you mm. want to generate traffic right it has to be small enough so that people see your name like again and again and again, right? Mm. If the community is too big, then you're just anonymous, you know? Like, you can't ever sort of build a name and build a bit of a brand, mm. you know? Yes. Um, yeah, so you have to build a name for yourself. Um, you can't do it if it's too crowded. So before I was answering some science questions on a subreddit called Ask Science, right? Yes. So I'd set up like a, a workflow where um, uh, where uh, posts on the subreddit using Zapier, they go into a task management software. Mm-hmm. And um, if they meet certain like keywords, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I'd flick through that list a couple of times a day and like, if a good question comes up, then I'll jump in there or a good question, you know, for me that I can answer, I'll jump in there and do it. Right. Mm. But those communities are so big that nobody recognizes your name again. Mm. You know, they just, you just get an upvote and like the author of the question just says, thanks. That's really interesting. And that's the end of it. You know, it doesn't, Mm. it doesn't go anywhere from there. Mm. Um, Yeah. So after uh, a bunch of experimenting, um, I made a like a little story style uh, post that um, that reached the front page of my niche community, which is the Psychonaut um, uh, subreddit community. Oh, and awesome. so that has a yeah, so that's got some um, two hundred thousand subscribers. So oh, it's not that's small. a lot. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. this must be some really small page. Yeah. No, oh, wow. but it's like, oh, that's how many subscribers it's got. But uh, Reddit's, I think it's quite fickle with, you know, it, not all those subscribers actually see that content. Like yeah. not only do they have to be on there on the right day, it's probably also the right time of day and what's all the other content that's going on the rest of the website goes through mm. the algorithm and some people see it, you know. Yeah, but, um, but it was good. You know, I got almost like 100 you know, people upvoted it. I got a ton oh, of comments. That's just that's um that was really really positive. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So, so exa- I didn't. What, what was it exactly? What was your post? The content. Okay, let's uh, let me bring that up. So obviously, it wasn't just a link to an article. Yeah, no, it wasn't. I'm just bringing it up. Okay, so um, just a bit of a bit of context. So mm-hmm. this psychonaut community, it's uh, um, I would say that it's it's dominated with uh, with people that use psychedelics. 
yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but um, it but the community's more than just about taking drugs. It's also about the insights that you get into into your own mind and into the world around you that you can mm-hmm. often um, you can often receive. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay, so I made a post called How One Trip Changed How I Saw the Universe. Uh-huh. I said, hey guys, I want to tell a quick story. A few years ago, I had an experience that completely changed how I saw the world. Everywhere I looked, there was something with unfathomable complexity that I'd never noticed before. Every leaf was a miracle, coordinating millions of cells in a delicate mechanism that's more complex than anything created by people, and it's made out of dirt. On the ground, a line of ants strolled past, each one on a mission that has nothing to do with people. It was a separate civilization in miniature, going about its business right under my feet. Above my head, the atmosphere rolled over me like an ocean made out of gas. When I came back down, I decided that I wanted to learn as much as I could about the universe to explain what I saw to other people. And that's the end of the post. Alright, that's pretty good. Yeah, so I got some... Comments yeah. like, man, I love this respect. Best of luck with everything. And some quotes like, if we could see the miracle of a single flower clearly, our whole life would change by Jack Cornfield. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's just some really, yeah, it's good stuff. So um, that reached, that was uh, third, that reached third from the top of that, um, of that community for, for the mm. day. So that was pretty wild. Um, yeah. Um, so I didn't put any uh, links in there, um, which I might regret later, but it was just an experiment, you know, like, yeah. Oh, you didn't put links? And I did not put links in there, no. Oh, um, okay. It was a, it's, it's an experiment, it's a test. Um, but, but that sounds like that, yeah, it just, it just the, the, the writing there just sounds like the perfect lead into your website. It's like... yeah. And I it mean, will, it will. Okay, the thing as long is, as, is as, long as you've can, got more, you know, lots more, you know, awesome sort of uh, copy like that, just like sitting around ready to go. <laughs> yeah, you well, wouldn't, you wouldn't use it up, you know. All, that's all the thing. Long. That's yeah. the thing. I can do that all day. I can, okay. I can make posts like that all day, and it's it's okay. not a problem. Okay, so that's cool. Okay, I was thinking because because I've heard you talk about the how the the atmosphere is is like a. Um, gaseous uh, ocean before so i thought oh well i know there's a, there's a few other of of his sort of metaphors but i hope 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 he doesn't run out too soon but <laughs> i'm sure as long as you've got as long as you've got lots up your sleeve then you can you can fire away with the uh, yeah no i'm i'm happy to i'm okay, happy cool. to do that all day and okay, um cool. and it's also something that's like like creating stories like that like man that's a um uh, that's a fun thing to think about. You know, that is fun work. That is fun yeah. creative work. Yeah. Anyway, so um, if I keep that up, um, I think that that is the you know renewable source of targeted traffic that I've been after, particularly considering the size of the community. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So actually, there was another thing that I was thinking about, and uh, and it's a bit further down the line, but it's it's monetization, right? So, um, so I thought that I had this idea 
of um, you know what if this what if this patron idea um, was just taken to the next level, right? Like people gen- usually offer things like um, like credit, you know, on their YouTube videos or something like that, like shout outs and and uh, sometimes eBooks and and stuff like that, maybe like a personal phone call or something like that. Mm. But um, I think that that whole platform hasn't reached anywhere near its its maturity, like what it's it's going to be in ten years time. And um, I did platform? a bit Patreon, Patreon, oh, yes. yeah, Patreon. yeah. Um, and uh, I had this idea and did some digging around and found out that. It already existed, but that's cool. It's called a subscription box, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, yeah, so I found this. Okay, so what it is is that you sign up to this thing for about $25 US dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you get a box that's it's really, you know, a really nice looking you know, really nice looking box with on the oh, side, yeah. it says discover the universe, right? And you open it up and inside you have five or six just really interesting things like yes. some sort, like, like a rare element, right? Or a rare mineral or yeah. a, or a fossilized tooth of a dinosaur <laughs> or a, or a computer chip it's, from it's a genuine NASA computer. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like yeah. these, yeah. So this is a, that's a service that's actually already offered. And, um, yeah, I found those guys and I was thinking, you know, maybe there's some way that I could, um, that I could integrate something like that with a Patreon. So, you know, you sign up, you get a couple of these cool things per month, you know, um, yeah. What do you totally. think about that, by the way? I, th- I think that's a really good idea. I mean, um, okay, so so you'd integrate that with the Patreon page, so it would be a in some um, way, yeah, yeah. I think it'd work. I mean, you'd have to like uh, just judging by what you said there, like a dinosaur fossil and a rare earth mineral. Like, I don't think that's probably something you could you could give out every month. It sounds like a pretty, yeah. There's a there's yeah. a few caveats I saw on their page. Like, they've got you know limited availability yeah. for these things you know because yeah. they have to source all these materials that's what i right. imagine like um but it's it's a bit like what you were talking about before with with selling um you know science kits and and stethos uh, not stethoscopes sorry oh sorry uh, little telescopes and things like that right could you yeah could yeah. you just do like could these boxes be those items could you could you do could you bundle all the products that you were going to sell or are selling individually through your shopify shop just as a subscription box so you get sent a phone case with a you know awesome asteroid belt you know a graphic on the top as well as a um, you know, it's, it's like all those things you bundle together, the posters and stuff. Like, could you turn that into a subscription box rather than having to go and get other stuff, which, which I, I think it's a good idea, but I would be aiming for things that are easily sourceable, like, 
like t-shirts and and stuff like and maybe have one special item like one fossil or something that is that is kind of like a cool the really stand out really stand out thing that people will be like oh wow okay i've got like a i've actually got a rare earth element here yeah. oh, that's pretty awesome rather than like the whole thing being like that which i think would just be like really logistical uh, yeah no like figure that out like yeah yeah and i'm i am in two minds about this so what i was thinking is that i'd i'd get i'd hire an artist to do up a graphic right and i'd so first thing i'd simplify the patron into three tiers mm. um and uh yeah get an artist to do this graphic right and so mm. it shows the three tiers over time right month one month two month three etc yeah. um and i okay so you said like a t-shirt right um, or like a phone case, right? You're not going to need a phone case or a t-shirt every week, right? So it's uh, so every month. So it's yeah. um, so it it'll change. And and let's say you know on uh, month you know three you get some like you know major thing. You know I don't mm. know what it'd be yet, but um, uh, yeah. Or if you have the higher tier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you have it on the higher tier, then you get like these cooler things much sooner. Um, mm. And then you throw okay. in there some um, exclusive items, right? And you mm. throw in there some mystery items, right? You don't know what okay. you're going to get in you know month two. Um, yeah, that's good. So that could be cool. That could be cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, what was what was also on my mind uh, while I was doing this is that. Um, Is uh, something that uh, Ben Thompson, the stratechery guy, um, mentioned about incentives, and yeah. um, and uh, you know, I think that if I'm not getting paid to for this perspective of wonder, right, and that is what that is, I think my um, my core competency. Mm-hmm. If I'm not creating content that's, uh, yeah, that's all about that, then I think that it slowly changes what activity is incentivized in the business, right? So it starts to drift away to how, like, you know, sourcing these, you know, exotic materials or whatever, and mm-hmm. it starts to drift away from the core competency of of Discover Earth. Mm. Um. And uh, that happens because sourcing more content gets me paid more money. You know, sourcing more material gets me paid more money. Um, But sourcing these materials is not fundamentally something that I'm good at. Mm. You know, like I don't know who to call. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I. Sorry. So I'm thinking that I have to bring it back i have to find a way for the audience to pay me for the products that that promote this point of view Mm. um at the moment that's you know the blog um and later there'll be books and uh you know and 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 much more i want to get into as many different mediums as what i can so um what i'm thinking is that i should be putting more blog posts behind the uh, paywall at the moment and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, what do you think? Rather than playing with subscription boxes, yeah, yeah. Rather than 
thinking of more exotic ways of getting paid. Hmm. Um. Hmm. I I don't know. Um. It's a bit of a tricky one. I mean, ideally, you may be able to imagine if you had enough revenue that you could outsource all the the bundling and all the, the packaging and the sourcing and all the work that goes into the subscription box service so you could continue on your core competency of the content creating and leave that to someone else and yet it was earning enough revenue that you didn't have to worry about it but you're not up to that stage yet so perhaps the subscription box is a is a something that should come further down the path Mm. at a later stage um hmm. anyway it's just something to think about yeah um uh, hmm. so yeah at the so you've still just got one one patron at the moment right two one real one one real one one real one okay so and um, I remember we discussed a while ago about giving, sorry, I think we discussed a while ago about giving out a free, like, um, a free ebook or something for the, for the first tier level. Like they need some substantial content. Is that what you've yes. got now? You've well, got... that's what I'm thinking of, of putting behind my substantial content is in the blog. I've got about 50, you know, yeah. 50 posts in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, maybe we'll come back to that. That's a bit, a bit tricky, man. Yeah. I, 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 I think you just need more traffic right now. I think you need more yeah. users before you can figure out what the users want. Mm. That's, yeah, that's fair enough. My, my gut instinct. But, but you've started on that, on that now, thankfully. The marketing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the next thing was, um, mm. Yeah. The next thing was, um, uh, I've just, I've had this last minute idea of, uh, change mm. the name of the blog and, uh, oh, this is right. the last, yeah. this is the last opportunity that I have to, um, um, to change it, uh, mm. because, you know, everything's just, once things start appearing on other people's websites, then you can't change the name. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, so at the moment it's called the Big Ideas Network, and uh, I've found that when I'm explaining what it is to people, it sounds a bit too complicated. Yeah, like it's not friendly and welcoming. It's like some sciency, dense, you know, network of, you know, science ideas. Yeah. Whereas um, I've been playing with the idea of the Big Ideas Guide. Um, which seems more friendly and welcoming, but also a little bit less cool, I think. I think so. I mean, Do I... Do you have any thoughts on those? Yeah. I prefer network, maybe because I'm used to it, but also because it emphasizes that it, all the ideas are interconnected. Um, mm. Guide, mm, it's just, I don't know, it just, I just think of like a, like a travel guide or something. It just doesn't quite... 
Is feels, that a bad thing? Yeah, it just doesn't feel as... I mean, yours is all about depth of content, right? A guide, a guide is like... Have you ever read a guide, anything right. called a guide that was more than several pages long? I mean, really? Like, I know there are guide books, like Lonely Planet or something, but even then, it's... Like, those books don't really get very deep into the countries they're, they're talking about. You know, it's, it's, it's fairly superficial information. It's... Mm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I wouldn't go guide. Why don't you just go big ideas? Let's take it, I suppose. Or is that not a problem? Why don't you just call it big ideas? Fewer words, the better. Hello? Oh. It's gone. You there? Can you hear me? Okay. <sighs> Hello? You there? Yeah. Okay. We'll clap and uh, keep going. Hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, okay, okay. Cut out. Um, okay. I just have to clap again. Ready? One, two, three. Okay. Um, why don't you okay. just go call it Big Ideas? Just cut big out ideas. the third word. Yeah. Few words, the better. Big Ideas. Big ideas. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyway, that's that, uh, that's going to be one of my goals this week. Just finalizing this name, so mm-hmm. going to give it some thought. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's get onto that. Actually, let's get onto the goals for this week. Okay, good. My goal for um, this week. You, oh, yeah. Go ahead. My goals for this week are to yeah, um, or to f- finish the courses <laughs> and. To uh, come to some understanding with the bushy burn, one way or another, come to some sort of agreement on on something, and yeah, uh, yeah that, that those those are the two main things. Yeah. To mm. so sorry. So I'm going to have to announce tonight the that the the courses will be delayed a week and and I don't think there'll be too much yeah I think that will be okay with most people but uh, if there's any sort of negative feedback or any any sort of questions over that I guess I'll have to deal with that but I think it's for the best I think it'll be better that people will yeah Um, we've got a long holiday coming up the end of the weeks so I think I think people will be pretty busy with that with the long weekend holidays. So coming back next week and do and launching it, then it'll probably everyone will probably be in a more sort of better frame of mind for something like a, a course launch. Um, cool. Yeah. So, but the main two things are sorting things out uh, with the, the the cram school and um, the bushy band and also um, finishing the courses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. And for you? Okay, I'm uh, I'm going to schedule a a, uh, a social media post every morning 
Um, uh-huh. Yeah, with as many links as I can get away with. Um, and to finalize the name of the blog, I've got to make a decision. And once I've made that decision, actually send out the emails to the influencers, influencers that I was supposed to do last week. Okay. But didn't do it because I wanted to have a name. And that's it. Okay. Okay, sounds good, man. All right, mate. Anything else? No, that's all for my end. Um, cool. Thank you once again, listeners, for joining us today. And uh, as always, if you have any more questions or any feedback, you can always leave a comment below and we will follow up uh, in the next episode. All right, see you around. Bye. See you then. See ya. Bye.